With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. We have lost another member of the Professional Wrestling Brotherhood in Felicio Annabelle Jr., who passed away on January 23rd um, after COVID. He debuted in 1993 and worked as an independent wrestler, but did appear some for CMLL and AAA. We want to send our thoughts and well wishes to his family at this time. Um, we are going to be taking another song break here as I try to get Katie into the studio. Um, we will explain what's going on with the rest of tonight here in just a couple of seconds. So with that being said, I think we will do the long one of these tonight as long as we have it. Um, yes, we'll be right back. on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. 
Strap in, wrestling fans, and get ready, because it's TNT, and it's dynamite. Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network, a proud presentation of Rampage Productions. As I mentioned, as before Katie got in, we did have another wrestling death last week on January 23rd. Felicio Annabelle Jr., um, who is an independent wrestler and who, who uh, also wrestled some for CMLL and AAA, passed away. Um, our, we want to send our thoughts and well wishes to his family and uh, friends and yeah. fans. Um, however, we also want to send our thoughts and well wishes to Steve Kane. Um, as of right now, Katie and I have not heard from Steve Kane for a week, which is very um, unusual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to send our thoughts and well wishes Friday. to him. If you're listening, um, we miss you. And that is why tonight's episode of Wrestling Authority Radio has been moved to February 11th with Chicagoland professional wrestling promoter John Buller. So we'll be doing that February 11th, and uh, hopefully yeah. Steve will be back next week. I have been waiting to play something for Katie, uh, and we'll start off with AEW oh, tonight, and then we'll kind of move all over the place. But I've been waiting to pay, play this uh, for Katie for almost a week, and uh, almost two weeks. Uh-oh. So, Katie, I'm going to mute you, and then we'll get your reaction to this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoa, 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 on my father's dime. Whoa, on my father's dime. I want flips, tassels, and super kicks. Can bucks still be young past 46? They'll please the masses, leprechauns never. Bodies, brandy, can 
winter from the moon, ambushed in Rangoon, and we'll ring the bell then. I love stuffing pockets with my hands, friends and foes make a bed for when he lands. There's no way we'll miss record numbers because of this, now this is childhood when Reno was tight when Glacier was good maybe I'll call Ralphus up again buy a garbage can as a home for Janela I don't care what Jim Cornette might say stars good sense and money had their day why did he tell me if I'm the shit they all can smell me? Now this is wrestling on my father's dime. Whoa, whoa, on my father's dime. Whoa, on my That was interesting. I will honestly say I am a huge fan of Billy Joel. They did put this in the chat last week, and I didn't have enough time to hear it. So, you know what? Big surprise for me. It, it was good. It was good. I mean, it was well put together. It was well done. But, honestly, don't mess with Billy Joel. Don't do it. I don't, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do to Belinda Carlisle. Do whatever you want. But don't mess with Billy Joel. And apparently one of our regular listeners, um, he... He's dialed in, and he cannot hear. He's not even getting the blog talk radio thing. Before he All right, let me go check two. something. Hold down the fort for just a couple seconds. Oh. All right. Yeah, but I, oh, man, <laughs> I love me some parody, okay? Like Weird Al, I'm a total weirdo, Weird Al nerd. Okay, I love that, man. Um, but, yeah, just, yeah, today's a freezing cold day in Canada. I hope you guys are warmer than I am. I'm a Canadian, so for me to say it's freezing cold, it's freezing cold. It's pretty damn cold. All right, we but, are live. I yeah, don't know what's we'll, going on with poor Billy. You. Um, you know, uh, we sometimes we do run into that. That was sent into uh, the Jim Cornette podcast, and it's called On My Father's Dime, and it's about AEW, and some of it's hilarious. Um, the one that uh-huh. I'm waiting to hit YouTube, Katie, is somebody did a parody of Hootie and the Boat Blowfish Let Her Cry, only it's wrestling related. Mm-hmm. And the chorus is like, um, why do people laugh at wrestling? This is why. And I'm I'm waiting for that to hit this YouTube so I can upload it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Keep looking because the AEW one, the first one where um, I get to masturbate to, uh, to Kenny yes, Omega. On right? That, yeah, that yeah. one, that one, I... I wasn't even off the air, and I was looking it up on my phone. Okay, I was just like, oh, let me, I, I need to find this crap. I found it. You know, <laughs> I'm on the computer in front of me. I found it. I found it. Yes. <laughs> and I've sent it around, and yeah, but I love it. But I've got a real dirty freaking mind, so yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, yes. Humor. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we do have to get to our breaking news at this time, which we've got a lot of. AEW Revolution was supposed to be in February. That is their next pay-per-view. It has been moved to Sunday, March 7th, to avoid conflict with UFC's pay-per-view. Uh, oh, well, you know what? That's, which, that's really cool. You know what? That is really cool, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I'm trying to add. That's really cool. Vince, why can't you do that, you jerk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, no, it's, it's not that he, he he does that over other people's pay-per-views. I'm sure he has. But, I mean, like, every freaking year when Walking Dead is coming back, he's got to have a pay-per-view same night. I'm like, you're such a dink. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, there is an all-out war going on on Twitter between Jim Cornette and Chris Jericho. Um, oh. Cornette I is thought they were... very... I thought they were too pathetic. Uh, no, no, no. Um, because Cornette found out that uh, Jericho gave $40,000 to Trump's re-election campaign. <laughs> and was yeah, I've heard not, about that too. Not uh, very pleasant yeah. about, you know, voicing his opinion about that, but also voicing the fact that Jericho went to Sturgis during COVID and did a concert and had COVID and... Mm. Um, you know, a concert um, really? We, there was a there was a friggin' concert. Like, why are people having concerts? Why are you? Oh my god, I'm gonna vomit in my mouth. This was this was back oh in god. September, October, um, right right before Brody Lee got sick around oh. the time that Brody Lee got sick. Um, because yeah. uh, what happened? What happened was um, a lot of guys came down with COVID and they kept it quiet and then they came out with it later. But um, yeah. Yeah. That's why that's why everybody calls so they, him Jericho oh now. Jericho what? Jericho Oh my god. What? So did he have COVID when he was performing? We don't know if he had COVID when he was We don't know if he we believe he got I believe he got it out of Sturgis where nobody was wearing a mask and nobody was social distancing and there was a shit ton of people there and yeah. Uh, yeah, it, all those people say, don't don't give a crap about. Oh man. It's very hard to say, but um, that's that's the big possibility, and um, so that's another thing that's going on is Jericho and uh, Cornette are at odds. Um, we know that the pay per view well, has been uh, moved for AEW. The Alberto El Patron trial has been pushed back to May because of the justice system, but mark our words, he is not getting out, and uh, he will never step foot in a wrestling ring again, at least if any promoter that books him is justice, smart. Our justice system is still going through with court cases, murder cases. What is the, why are you de- de- delaying his? Um, well, because of COVID. Even, um, I mean, shit. Yeah, well, we got COVID, too, and we still, still have, you know... They're doing a lot, some of it by video, like the juries by video, I think. No? No jury trials. Um, That's all. It's just no jury trials. W- but we're doing, w- like, w- we've had murder trials. Yeah. WWE Network w- is w- moving w- to Peacock. 
We know that. Um, mm-hmm. Which means that uh, it will not be as um, not a receptive uh, transition by a lot of people. WWE is also ending their relationship and partnership with ESPN. Oh, wow. So ESPN 360, that's Canada. Yeah. Oh, man. You dink. Oh, my God. You're such a. mm. Um, We have other news. Oh, my God. AEW. AEW will possibly be going head-to-head with the uh, NBA All-Star Game. Uh, That's Uh, stupid. Well, AEW may have some competition going into the Revolution pay-per-view, as due to them considering rescheduling the show from February now to March 7th, the rescheduling was an attempt to Mm -hmm. avoid head-to-head competition with the Canelo Alvarez boxing match, which is scheduled the same night, it's actually mm-hmm. boxing this time. Um, however, okay, now it's this is an, there's going to be another problem because the NBA All Star Game is going to be on March 7th, which is going to mean that AEW is going to be facing harsh competition once again. AEW won't be able That's to so go to the night before. AEW won't be able to go to March mm-hmm. 6th because of the UFC pay per view on that night. So AEW has kind of backed themselves into a corner on this next pay-per-view. Question, why did they change the the, the date to begin with? To avoid the boxing date. Yes, okay, to avoid, to avoid the, boxing. the boxing date. Okay, yeah. you just gave me a whole bunch of dates I had to go sort through. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, now... Now, now they now they're running into. They want to do it in March, but they're running into the UFC pay per view March sixth and NBA playoffs or All Star game on March seventh, which is the night of their pay per view. Now, so um, this is why oh. scheduling a pay per view is really, really, really hard, especially when you have um, WWE and all the other. You know, you have WWE, you have Impact, you have AEW, you have UFC, you have boxing. And they're all fighting for that uh, prime pay-per-view time. And right now, uh, Ah. unfortunately, AEW is being backed into a corner on this next pay-per-view. We'll be interesting to see if they do something different for Double or Nothing, which is slated for May. We shall see what we shall see. Oh, yes. But, you know, with sports and everything, I mean, I don't even agree with them even having, because with most sports, what they've done is they've <laughs> rescheduled the season or done a half a season or, like here, we normally start in October. We just started, what, beginning of January? And I don't understand why we couldn't have waited until October, you know, when we could have possibly, I mean, maybe we wouldn't have fans, but you're not screwing up the season. I mean, right now, Canadian teams are only playing Canadian teams. It's a pure Canadian division. We're not playing anybody. We're not playing Buffalo. We're not playing, I don't think we're playing Washington, which means we can't go after Ovechkin. I hate Ovechkin, just so you all know. I mean, that that means, though, it's like, it's our sport. We only have, we don't have as many teams as the U.S. does. What? I guess uh, see, yeah, I guarantee to see Toronto, Toronto and Montreal all the time, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. We also want to yeah, send our well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We also want to send our well wishes to Larry King's fans and family. Yeah. Um, that man was a legend. 
and he did have a couple appearances on mm-hmm. Raw. And did you also, yeah, he, in fact, yes, he did. Yes, indeed. Also, he worked basically till the day he died. Yes, he did. He wasn't, he wasn't on, uh, he wasn't on television anymore, but he was doing it by other mediums. And he was working till basically he took his last breath. Alondra Blaze. Yeah. Alondra Blaze wants to have a retirement match with WWE. I heard about that. Uh, Who did she want? She does, well, uh, well, you know, you know what, one can only scream on top of the mountain for so long and so loud. When are you going to, to give one of your golden era hall of famers a freaking retirement match? Just putting it out there. After this, I am done. I really need it. I'm not getting any young. Uh, Who, who do you want to have a retirement match? Uh, well, I don't want to blame you. Be talking about someone else. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know who she'd get in there with, but it would be good. Yeah, look, she's vicious. She is vicious. That's why I say someone like a Shayna Baszler and someone else who's really vicious is 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 um and very very good talent will be Charlotte Flair. Sasha would probably give her a really good match as well. Um, Oscar, Oscar would. They don't ask could just go as long as they don't make the wrestler lie down for the celebrity, you know, that he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, she is a celebrity elsewhere. She did monster trucking. Um, yes. So, you know, like, it's just, yeah, give her a dream match. Like, don't make, I'm not saying that she has to lose it, but don't make the WWE superstar lay down like they tend to do. You know, I mean, I know Sting lost his massive trip, but that's not what I'm saying. It's just I want it to be a good match where, where at least the person who wants the retirement is, is going to get their ass kicked, going to get their ass handed to him, possibly win, or it'll be a really close fight, or it'll be a DQ. You know? Or the Whatever. Yeah. We, um, that's about... All the news that we have, um, Miro has said that if he doesn't become the AEW champion, he is going to retire. Bye. Oh, fuck Bye, Felicia. Oh, my God. That's another thing I want to discuss. Okay? Lana's out injured. Right? That's the one that really, 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 really messes me up. Lana's out injured. Why, I mean, why doesn't she go to AEW and be with her husband? And have a storyline there. I mean, do you like her backstage from AEW? She is under a four-year con, four or five-year contract with WWE that she yeah. just signed. She, she just signed, yeah. She just signed a five-year about two months ago. Yeah. And then so she, got she ain't injured. going nowhere unless, but, unless Vince decides, yeah. hey, I don't want you anymore. Um, that 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 brings up bad. something else too. You got more. Morrison is now in WWE. Okay, he went from Impact to WWE. Like um, him and Taya kind of sort of had a storyline here and there. Yeah, everybody knew they were husband and wife. Blah blah blah. They almost dressed alike. I, I, I swear they picked each other's fur coats out. But I mean, now Taya, they've it's it's come known. If you follow Impact, you know exactly what I'm going to say. Impact, or otherwise known as Rosemary TV. Um, that you know that Rosemary and Scary and, and Crazy Steve are back together, but she was still friends with Taya. They were still doing 
tag team matches. Um, they got knocked out of the knockouts uh, tag team tournament. I'm like, yeah, Flavor and Flame, or whatever they're called, got the win. Kara Hogan and her buddy. Yeah, Flame and Fire. Flame and fire. Excuse me. Flavor and Fire. Whatever. I, F and F. <laughs> well, that can be taken by a gay man for a lot of things. Don't say F and F and round a gay man. Oh, too many. I know. I know. Yes, I know. Okay, and now and now all the acronyms are going through my head. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. Thank you, Sean. It's always always wonderful having a, It's always wonderful being on air with you. Yeah, it just makes me think. The visual, damn it. But what had had happened in Wrestle happened in Wrestle House? We all thought that that Larry took a shot at a Johnny Bravo to kill him. Okay. So they did. They went through that. I mean, Rosemary, remember, she pitched sprayed him with that special spray and made her fall in love with him, blah, blah, blah. And then she went to Bravo, right? Yeah, so they're trying to figure – they found out Larry didn't do it. I mean, he even went and did time for it, too. Yeah. Um, so they found Taya's prints all over everything, all over the gun, all over everything. And, yeah, so it – and Rosemary just looks at it and says, why didn't you tell me? We could, we could have helped you out of this. This wouldn't be happening. You would not be being taken away. We would have helped you. Why couldn't you tell us? Right? And she's just, she's looking at Bravo and she's like, she's like, what? You actually think I was going to let you marry my best friend? You're you're nothing but, you're nothing but abusive. Right? Well, yeah. They reversed roles. She was abusive. He turned abusive and, and yeah. But anyways, so got to see Rosemary do something you never see Rosemary do. Okay, Allie right. Bunny was always the demon bunny was always hugging her, and she'd just freeze up and be like, ah, right? Not this time. This is the take taking her away, gonna put her in cuffs. She she looked at the cops and she gave them a growl and a stare and got them to move away for a minute, right? And she right. grabbed her and full out hugged her. She hugged her. Then she she let her go, right. looked at her, and grabbed her again. You know. So now that there's crossovers, and I already had this discussion. I told her, I said, yeah, I love you with the Valkyrie. Okay, I love you. I love you with Taya. I love Taya. And I said to her, but you should be with the bunny. And she just gave me a look she always gives me because I, I always seem to figure out the storyline. <laughs> and she goes, but right. the bunny's with AEW. She's doing her own thing right now. I said, and, and she's been killed in, in, in the realm of, of impact. We know this. You know this. So... And I said to her, I go, no, 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 no. You mark my words. You're going to be back with the bunny. So when they were doing, just before Wrestle House, she had a little stuffed bunny, and she was talking to it and, and everything else. She goes, I kind of like this, this bunny better. She's a lot more quiet, right? So now she doesn't have Taya, and, and unless it becomes extreme circumstances for her to be brought back, there is there – is, there is a way to bring her back. That's exactly what was explained. If you watch the multiverse, you'll understand. Right. <laughs> I'm almost done. Soon, I promise. I'm almost done. Anyways, so now that AEW and Impact are crossover, being a crossover show, and slowly they're integrating, not fast enough for my liking, but who cares? Um, I think that now, yeah, AEW is a different realm. I think Rosemary's going to go take back her bunny. But she's still the bunny. We shall see. She's not well, we've got a clip. She's not Sherry Bomb. She's the bunny. We've got a clip from this guy. I'm bad. And I'm better. 
Introduction on this. So I can't. I, yes, I didn't. I can't make it go away. But here we go. But I will reach around and pat myself on the back at the success that we had, and in t- today, trying to bring it back to you know today, the context of what's going on today. You see, you know, little you know dipshits like Brian Alvarez getting so excited because AEW, you know, outperforms basically the developmental territory for WWE. They're not beating Monday Night Raw. They're not going head-to-head against SmackDown in prime time. They're beating a, a, a third-string show, and that's exactly what NXT is. It's a developmental show. They're not their top stars, whereas AEW has their top stars. And again, this is not a, a, a knock on AEW. No. This is, a, I think, more of a knock on the people like Brian Alvarez who are continually trying to make the case, you know, that, you know, AEW is, is, is beating WWF. It would be like me, you know, in the early nineties when WWE had a syndicated show on the air on wherever it was and me putting my syndicated show or my a show taking WCW Saturday night and putting it up against a, a WWE, you know, Saturday morning time slot and syndication say, wow, I beat WWE. No, you didn't, you know, not really. And, and the reason that I, I want to point this out is again, not necessarily put WCW over or nitro over and all the people that were involved in it, but to a point out just how significant it was at this point in time, because it's easy to lose sight of just how significant that success was, particularly in the time frame that we were able to achieve it. But moreover, bringing it back to today, I think the danger that is caused by people like Brian Alvarez and, and, and people, fans that react to that type of thing and trying to establish this, you know, oh, AEW is outperforming WWE, you know, holy, I mean, it's great, it's fun, but it's kind of like cosplay, you know, it's not real. It's it's cool and it's it's I'm very happy for AEW. I think it says a lot for them that they're able to, having been in business for only one year, a little over one year now, I guess, to be able to compete against a WWE product successfully. Because WWE still has the advantage. I know I'm going all over the map here, but I'm excited. WWE has a lot of advantages that AEW AEW doesn't have. They've been around a lot longer. Yeah. They've got a built-in audience, you know, between Monday night and Friday night, you know, all around the world. You've got such a massive audience that it's easy to cross-promote, you know, their their different shows. And, for example, it's easy to cross-promote NXT, you know, from Monday night or even on SmackDown just simply by making references to it. Well, AEW doesn't have that advantage. You know, WWE has established talent, that a lot of them, that have been big stars and important characters, you know, for decades, you know, 
in some cases, at least 10 years in others and six or eight years who have reached that level of, a, you know, brand awareness and equity as characters at WWE, or excuse me, AEW has a few of those, you know, Chris Jericho being one of them now sting certainly being another, but if you look at the rest of that roster for the most part, um, John Moxley, obviously, you know, an exception, there are exceptions. If, if I forget to name them, I apologize in advance, but for the most part, you know, 80% of the AEW roster are relatively new, young, up-and-coming stars, yeah. which is a credit to AEW, by yeah. the way. This is, I want to acknowledge that. But it, def- it still puts them at a disadvantage in terms of being able to compete. So all of this is just meant to say, you know, as a wrestling fan, as someone who wants to see AEW succeed, and I want to see WWE, I want to see everybody succeed, right? I mean, I have no dog in the hunt in terms of who wins and who loses. I want to see the business elevate. It's better for all of us. It's better for this show. It's better for you and I. The more people that are interested in wrestling, the more people that we'll be able to reach with our show and the rest of the shows on on adfreeshows.com and your podcast empire. (laughs) But you know, be careful about trying to create this false sense of success or superiority. That's the way I want to say it. Be careful about trying to brag and present this false sense of superiority for AEW and lose sight of the fact that they're really not competing against the A game. They're competing against the C game for WWE. And if you acknowledge that and embrace that and maintain, you know, the, the underdog kind of vibe that AEW has, because everybody wants to see the underdog win. Everybody will get behind the underdog. That's what makes it fun. That's what makes a battle fun. That's what makes a Monday Night War, made the Monday Night Wars fun, was that, that competition. But in the position that AEW is in now, man, the biggest advantage they have is the disadvantage they right. have. Embrace the disadvantage. Embrace the the underdog status, and you will find, and this is subconscious. This is psychology now. This isn't, you know, science. This is just gut feelings and, and human emotion and human psychology. But if you embrace the fact that you're an underdog, quit pounding the fucking drum every time you, you know, if you're a Brian Alvarez and obviously you've got relationships and friends and things like that, which is cool at AEW, but rather than banging that drum and bragging about it, you know, be humble about it, maintain that underdog status. And you'll find that you'll be able to grow your audience, which is something that AEW is going to need to do in order to be successful long-term grow that audience year after year, after year, after year, so that at some point you do become a viable competitor on a level playing field, you know, with, with either raw or SmackDown. Um, you, you look at what Nitro did now back up again, look what we did with Nitro. You know, it was just a matter of months again, going head to head Monday night, prime time. It was just a matter of months bef- before we started overtaking WWE Nitro started out with whatever the rating was, probably in the mid twos, I'm guessing, if memory serves me. And within 18 months, we're at fours and fives. That's growth. That's not a flat line. That's not a deterioration of audience over time. That's explosive growth. That's what the business needs, not just AEW, the business needs that kind of explosive growth growth, and that energy that comes with the Coke and Pepsi kind of battle 
but don't try to be Coke versus Pepsi and, and until you're capable of doing it. Embrace the fact that you're still trying. Make people get behind you. Make people want you to succeed as opposed to starting to go. And they will. I'm telling you they will. The more you start banging your drum, I'm, I, I, if you're an AEW fan and you start banging that drum, how much better AEW is than WWE or how much better it performs, I should say, than WWE, the sooner people are going to start going, yeah, but not really. Yeah, but that's not true. And once too many people start thinking or seeing through that, you lose that underdog status. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm off my soapbox. I don't mean to give out free advice like this. And hopefully, you know, nobody's listening to it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But it is because I really want to see the business elevate and become bigger. So everybody benefits. Fans benefit. You and I benefit, Tony Khan benefits, Vince McMahon benefits, our buddy Bruce Pritchard, wherever he is, he, he benefits. <laughs> By the way, is Bruce? What's up with Bruce? He's on a milk carton, but uh, as you and I are speaking, uh, we're supposed to record in two hours, so uh, it'll, be, it'll be nice to hear from Bruce. I hope he's well. I, I do want to tag on two things here that you, you brought up. One, I don't think AEW is sort of beating their chest. You, you, you made it a point to specifically name drop Brian Alvarez and boy, that's a topic for another day. Uh, but Tony Khan's not saying, Oh, we're bigger than WWE. We're better than WWE. That's not his speed at all. But I understand you're saying sometimes just the narrative online, be it from. No, it, it, no. And I thank you, Conrad, for pointing that out. Cause I'm, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not throwing darts at, at Tony Khan at all. Right. I just respect the hell out of Tony. And I like him personally. Yeah. The little bit that I've gotten to know him, he's a great guy to be around. He's fun to be around. He's got great energy yes. and, and passion. So by no means am I being critical of, of Tony or things that he said it up because he hasn't yep. been guilty of what I'm talking to you about, but it's the people, it's the people in the orbit around him. Some of them are closer than others. Just be careful. You know, Chris Jericho, be careful. You know, don't bang that drum yet. Bang the drum when it's time to bang the drum. Be an underdog. And I'm certainly not talking about Tony. I respect the fuck out of Chris. And I, I really, really like Chris as a as a friend and as a performer. Um, this is just me being honest and having been through the battles mm -hmm. at a level that matters, I guess, to a certain degree. Um don't make the same mistakes I made. You know, be careful. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson. Thanks for checking. All right. Uh, that was a lot to digest. I'm going to let Katie. I'm going to let Katie go first. Okay. Um, I totally get what he's saying. Okay, I agree with a lot of the points that he made, but there's one thing I need to say. If um. NXT is such a third-string show. Why are main roster people being begged to be put back down there because they're not being used properly? They're not going anywhere. And why are more people watching NXT than <laughs> a lot of people watching more NXT than they are SmackDown or Raw? All right? The whole thing is, just like Eric Bischoff said, they're making people choose. They're not going up against, against the top show that WWE has to offer, but that's his opinion. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, storylines aren't as predictable. The same people aren't getting great. Well, sometimes I mean, Adam Cole baby and his and his uh, 
these little minions, they get they get too much leverage over there as far as I'm concerned. They get too many opportunities when other people could be there. But I mean, Finn Balor, people loved him on the main roster, but he apparently he didn't get sent back down. He asked to be sent back down. Velveteen Velveteen Dream was like, no, no. At first, he was like Vince call call me, but right. then you know Probably he decided he wanted to stay there. I don't know what's going on. With, yeah. You know, there's been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stars that would in that are in a NXT now that would rather stay there because they can, they don't have to have their scripts ripped up five minutes before camera time by Vince. Uh, for, no, I, for I think what he's saying, I think what he's saying is AEW is not going up against the flagship show that is SmackDown or Raw, That's which would said, generally yeah. have a generally have a bigger rating it. than NXT, but. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I, man, he's he made some very good points. And yes, I don't believe that there is gonna, a, a real Wednesday night war for the simple fact that you don't have no, it again. Really. You don't have flagship flagship show against flagship show and I'm not going to try to repeat that again. Yeah. Uh, you have something that a lot of people like more than SmackDown and Raw against right. Because right. there are a lot of people um, that prefer NXT. Now, you also have AEW that, in a lot of people's minds, they're making some mistakes. And we've heard from Jim Cornette the mistakes that they are making, and we have heard from other people the mistakes that they are making. Um, it's, it's a shame that the business is not where it was uh, 20, 25 years ago. Because if this... I hear you. If, if you think of an AEW... At the time that WCW closed, coming in and sweeping um, TNT, or you know, maybe Bischoff could have invested with Tony Khan or got Tony Khan to invest. There's so many possibilities, and the thing about it is, business back then was a lot better than what it is now. You were hearing Eric talk about numbers 4.0, 5.0, 6.0. Those mm-hmm. were real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they started, they started in the twos. Right. Now you're not getting above a two um, for any show. And that's sad. That's the way the business is. There's also a lot of more entertainment to choose from. You have streaming services. You have things you can go out and do. Uh, People are more active in their lifestyle because we, we, we at least in this country, try to make people not obese. Um, Yeah. But you have well, to get that's, business that's back at least four. You have to get TV rating on wrestling back to a four. If you can get it back to a four, you're going to see a lot of business, even on the independents, go back up. And there's independents that are drawing. But at the same time, there's independents that are not drawing, and it's sometimes the promoter's fault, but it's also because business itself is so down that it's hard. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Katie. No, I'm totally agreeing with you on that. Sorry, I just try, I'm just i signing into the studio. Because if business is hard for WWE and Impact and AEW, then it's going to be hard for the independents, too, no matter how hard some of these independents draw. And I will be honest with you, there have been instances of, uh, like, Impact coming and doing a house show here in Illinois and the local promotion outdoing mm-hmm. the house show. 
that does happen. I'm not going to deny that. But yeah, because well, that that's happened here with Impact as well. Especially when they were in Ottawa, they had to hire audience numbers. I mean, okay. Think about it. Yeah. It it happens, but at the same time, if business if the business itself is so down, you got to think of what the business is going to do, try to do in 2021 because of this um, hopeful vaccine against COVID. There are a lot of promotions mm-hmm. right now that are going to be starting. I am working with some promotions that may be having some events. They will be there will be safety guidelines in place still, but we can't sit around vacant forever. And that's the thing that sucks is because we have to wait to see what this virus does and what this vaccine does. But at the same time, we have taken almost a year off some of these promotions. You can't afford to if you're going to keep running and be relevant. That's the other thing, relevant. This is true. Because you can, some, some yeah. promoters can afford to take that time off. But the relevance, it's going to, now, now you've got to start from scratch and build that audience all over again. I don't care if you were drawing 300 people before this thing hit. You're going to have to start all over because what worked before yeah. may not work now. And you also have to follow the mitigations that are in place. There's a lot of mitigations still in places, and you got to follow it. Um, some places won't, but um, anywhere that I work for, I will hope that they will because I don't want to get anybody sick, and I don't myself don't want to get sick, and I don't want any of the wrestlers or our staff getting sick. It's just not a good thing. Um, that's why this business – has ever grown and evolved the way it has. But this this virus hitting the business the way it has affected everyone, and that's why shows starting to come back. And hopefully um, we'll see. I know here in my state, uh, high school sports are coming back. We didn't expect that, but they're coming back. And it um, shouldn't have happened. I'm sorry. It, it, I, 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 I love Americans. Don't ever think that I don't. I love, I love everybody. I love all races. Everybody. Okay. Religion doesn't matter with me. If you're, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. That's the way it is. But if the first things first, Trump didn't treat it like a killable virus. Trump's like, you're not gonna die from it. Don't worry about it. Just, just go, go take, go take the malaria pills. You'll be just fine. He was saying, oh, go shoot yourself up with Clorox. You'll be just fine. He, he had to go to the, the hospital himself. And what did he do? Had to get in an SUV, and not with a proper mask, and endanger his staff so he could do a drive-by to see his, his people. And then as soon as he gets out, he's, he's on the bloody balcony, and you can hear him huffing and puffing and wheezing without a mask. Like the same, basically the same day he got out. So he did not deal with the virus properly and turned into anti-maskers, maskers, anti-vaxxers, anti-wanna-listen, okay? And I'm sorry, didn't treat it properly. It should have, you know, like places in China are, are able to reopen now because they went on a 72-day freaking lockdown, you know? You get mad, the borders are closed. Well, act right. You get mad that you can't watch your sports. Act right. You get mad that you can't go to concerts. Act right. You get mad. Well, and it, you get mad about wrestling. Act right. It does come back to what we said a couple of weeks ago that safety is not optional. It's mandatory and it goes for everyone. Um, you don't have to agree and like it, 
but it is something that we um, agree with here and, and try to enforce that you need to be safe and try to keep yourself safe and everybody else around you safe. Mm. Um, does Do we have all the evidence in the world that what we're doing is working? No, but it's working to some extent. It's not working to the extent that everybody hoped it would. I'll, I'll agree with that, but it's working. Uh, it's curving it to some degree. It's not curving it completely, but it's curving it some. And some is better than none. Uh, and that's why we're seeing the places Ooh, be the able to open back things. up. In the grand, yeah. Um, yeah. In the grand stuff back, things, open yeah. back up. You're right. Um, open back up and, and um, I guess a reallowance of privileges, if you will. And, um, you know, we'll just have to take it step by step. I This has sucked mm-hmm. for me and a lot of people um, in the entertainment industry. You got to... You got to think all the bands and concerts that are out of money. You yeah, know, DJs, bands. That's what I said. You want, you everybody that's out yeah. of money. I mean, like. I mean, it's even it's yeah, even the wedding industry. You know what? I can okay. Right now, I can I can I think I can quote the amount. Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, lead singer of the Foo Fighters, and it's probably on behalf of the whole band, of course. Um, they what they have done. Is one of their one of their newer releases or an old release? I can't remember which song. Please don't. I'll, I'll look it up at one point. But yeah, what he's done is he started a fundraiser for all these bands and that can't do live shows anymore, whether it be festival bands, tribute bands, whatever kind of bands. So he started he started a fund for that, and he's he's over forty seven million, or is it set, no well, seventy five million or something like that? You oh. can't beat that. Um, we do not agree with what Game Changer Wrestling is doing. I want to I wanna make that abundantly clear because of what happened with the COVID Collective. Uh, we do not agree that they should be doing another one of these. But they are trying to raise money for wrestlers that have been affected by the pandemic. Our other problem with this is how do you decide um, which ones Ooh. get money and which ones don't? So, yeah. Um, That's, yeah. That's like deciding on who gets the vaccine first. Okay. We're having like, we're having problems getting the vaccine. <laughs> we, do have, we do have their schedule. It will be God of the, I'm sorry, GCW, the wind of God, match card. It'll be Blackpool, two out of three falls match, Blackheart, Leo Rush versus Blake Christian, Joey Janela versus Freehouse Lee. Myron Lee or Myron Reed versus Braden Lee. Braden Lee is the talent that I've had my eye on for quite some time now. Great talent. KTB versus Matthew Justice and my old friend Nate Webb versus the one called Anders, who is another talent I've had my eye on. Um, Nate Webb, I have known for years, and man, I don't even know if he remembered me at this point because he's been through hell and back. Um, then it will be GCW for the Colts. Friday, January 29th from 10 to 12 a.m., 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. P.B. Smooth versus Calvin Tankman. Uh, oops. A.J. Ray versus Hoodfoot. Lee Moretti versus Saviel Al-Saba versus Ken Broadway. The Rep, Nate Carter and Dave McCall versus Six B.C. Faye Jackson and Willow Knight Tingle. Cameo Jackson mm-hmm. and Mike Outlaw versus Kings of the District. Jordan Blade and Ed, Eel O'Neill, new name. Um, GCW UV60, the Death Hour. 
January 30th from 12 to 1 a.m. Shalak versus Orient Verdit. Madman Pondo, our good old friend Matt Jeff Cannonball, our good old friend Homicide versus Life Louie. Jimmy Lloyd's up all night mm-hmm. from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Jimmy Lloyd versus Starboy Charlie. Nolan Edward versus Wheeler Yuta. Ken Broadway versus Charles Mason. The trios match, the Ugly Ducklings. Hey, my name's dumb, dumb and Broke. No Peace Underground will make mm-hmm. history. No Peace Underground presents Odium. Match card, Orion Fordis versus Matthew Justice. Sam Sullivan versus Atticus Kogan. The end, Paro and Otis. Uh, Mike Perro, who's a gay wrestler, and yeah. I've talked to him a while. He's awesome. Versus Iron Beast, KTB, and the former RWF Wrestle Wars heavyweight champion, Shane Mercer, the Iron Demon. Then guest commentators will be Joey mm-hmm. Janela and Shalak at that event. That's from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. From 4 a.m. to 5 a.m., it'll be oh, fighting after dark. Catalyst Championship. Catalyst Wrestling Championship match. Colby Carino versus Lucky 13 versus Cheeseburger. Solo Darling versus Stark. Fight Forever mm. After Hours, 5 to 6 a.m. Our old friend Facade versus Danny Moe. Too Hot Steve Scott versus Kung, Ju- Kung Fu Janela. Freelance mm-hmm. Wrestling and Underground, January 30th from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Davey Bang versus Jacob Dean versus Trevor Outlaw. Angel Escarla versus August Matthews versus Coda Hernandez. (laughs) Glory Pro Wrestling, January 30th from 7 to 8 a.m. Crown of Glory Championship match. A.J. Gray versus Spike Outlaw and one called Manders versus Juicy Fanillo. Black Label Pro, January 30th from 8 to 9 a.m. Rohit, Rohit Raju versus a very Ooh. good professional wrestler. Levi Everett versus one called Man Camp Leapfrog. From 9 a.m. to 10 okay. a.m. Nine on nine, Simbertenko match. The best campers ever. Okay. Boomer Hatefield. Molly McCoy, mm-hmm. Still Life with Apricot Pears, Boar, Erica Lay, Jay Lyon, Midas Black, Abs, and Abby Jane versus a very good professional wrestling team. A very good professional wrestler, Matt McCow- oh God, Makowski, Travis Huckabee, Matt Dermis, Marsha Slam- Slamovich, Dan Champion, Killian McMurphy, Blank, and CC Boots. Then at Effie's Big Day Block, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., Devin Monroe versus Dark Effie versus Billy Dixon, Still Life with Apricots and Pears versus M.B. Young, Stace Perry, The End versus Oreo Speedwagon, Dylan McQueen versus Ashton Starr, Chris Valentine versus Jared Evans, Allie Cat, and Real and Allie Cat's Real Hot Girl Shit from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. will feature Faye Jackson versus Erica Lay, Allie Cat versus Willow Knight, 
can, can you can you can you please give me the name of the division again, or whatever it was? Alley Cat's still hot girl shit. <laughs> hot girl shit. That's all you need to know, folks. Hot girl action and shit. Biggie <laughs> Hame versus Brooke Valentine. Kaya McKenna <laughs> versus Holly Dead. Lady Frost versus Molly McCoy. Then it will be the GCW Iron Man Challenge. The GCW Iron Man Challenge yeah. will be the Iron Man match for the Synergy Pro Wrestling Championship. Jordan Oliver versus Tony Deppin. GCW Draft Day from 3 to 4 p.m. Then 440s, what we want from 4 to 5 p.m. Eddie Only versus El Tonko. Gregory Irons, RSP Championship Open Champ. 4-4-0, Ricky Shane Page and Atticus Kogar versus the Mortons, Ricky Morton and Terry Morton. BX wow, X that's a card and a half. Presents Rockstar Night from 5 to 6 p.m. Pure Wrestling Rules Match, Atticus Kogar versus Daniel Garcia. Ken Broadway versus Gabriel Sky. Redbeard, FKA Eric Rowan versus Homicide. And GCW wow. on GCW Part 3. Match from 6 to 8 p.m. G. Raver versus Cole Radrick. Chris Dickinson versus Juicy Finua. Joey Janela versus Everett Connor. Everett Connors is a Central Illinois product, so I don't know if he's still listening, but um, this is something that our good old friend Crime Fighter must be proud of. Because this is going to be featured. This is a 24-hour wrestling telethon that is going to be free on Fight TV and on YouTube. So a lot of different uh, talent being featured from the Midwest and even Central Illinois on this call. Um, man, it's wow. 24 hours hard. I I don't know if I could sit for 24 hours and watch 24 hours of wrestling. Yes, kid. You sleep for two days. You drink. You make sure you you can mainline some coffee. There's there's many ways to do it, and um, I'll tell you what mainlining <laughs> straight to your vein. And I'm not, I'm not, or or you can coffee enema, but yeah, um, just or I don't or have ADHD and a little caffeine like me, and you're not sleeping. So, like, but um, I don't know, man. Like, if they, I hope they give you a, a nap break for an hour, you know? <laughs> no, it's 24 hours hour, straight. Like that break over here? <laughs> 24 Jesus. hours straight So what are you going to do? Doing. So what are you going to do, man? Okay, so if you and me went, man, we'd have to bring a video camera because I'd be like, dude, I'm taking a nap. You want to take this shit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I need I'd be it. like, buy the oh DVD, my. Katie. Buy the 24-hour DVD. <laughs> I'm still, still, I'll still need a nap. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I get it. Okay, I understand that I watched the third season of Cobra Kai, which is really freaking good, people. And the fourth is going to be a freaking amazing. Within what was it? We smashed all the episodes in one day. I think there was, I can't remember how many, but we smashed all the episodes in one day. But I don't think I could. You're right. I don't know if I could watch that much wrestling. <laughs> well, remember that but, WrestleMania but, but, this year is two nights. Yeah, I'm the bastard. <laughs> I hate you, Vince. 
I hate you. You did a ten. Like you did a ten-hour one last year, wasn't it? Like, oh my God, what are you trying? Oh my God, man. And he doesn't give enough breaks either. I mean, I mean, okay, I'll be sitting here. AAW is really good about it, except when they do split screen. Because then, I, if I have to pee, I gotta pee. I don't care. Right? But I mean, like, but Vince, he doesn't get the kill sit there and say, okay, like uh, until he says, and this match is next, or and you see up next on the screen, you ain't getting to go pee, right? Like, oh my goodness, yeah. And that's another thing. You're gonna have this 24-hour wrestling thing. Okay, people are gonna have to pee. Someone's gonna have to take a morning dump. Okay, like, are they going to provide friggin' catheters and colostomy bags or something? Like, what is, oh, my God, who is the brainchild of this? I know it's GCW, but, oh, Well. Yeah, you obviously, from what I, you, from, you know what, what I should just call, call it, yeah, it's an insomniac extravaganza. That's what they should call it. Insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, don't take your insomnia meds for about two days. You'll be good. Don't worry. <laughs> well, they don't really give them. All right, that, but yeah, don't take. All right, yeah, don't take any night meds. Okay. <laughs> we will be back. Right, it is time I'm for sure. our song break, and uh, I will tell Katie what this is after we play it. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil on Excuse the Evolution me. Radio Network, Five Hot Blog Talk Radio. Right after this. Conversation in the name of reciprocity. My Dust to dust, 
Rebund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because no, we can't afford a real actual safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance, you must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, mommy, Get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. Katie, what did you think of that hard hardcore rock song? Yeah. Okay, I'm not being an old person here, okay? I know I'm 47. I love all different genres of music. I like the new stuff, too. That was... I'm not going to say that was different, but it, it, it was not something we usually play. It was a little... <laughs> It was a little uh, Lincoln Park, I, I hate the world and have mommy and daddy issues type thing, but it was okay. Sorry. That was IDK by Gemini Syndrome. And, of course, the ad following that up, it is getting to be tax season here in the United States. I don't know about Canada when tax day here is in too. Canada. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have to, so, like, the end of, I think we have to, like, the end of February. Um. Tax refund wrestling, it may be coming soon to a location near you. Or more of this, which um, unfortunately uh, you can't stop. Saturday night, June 26th, at the Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Ponchatoula, Louisiana, it's Stimulus Check Wrestling. 
Yep, we're putting our stimulus checks together, and we're going to have a wrestling show featuring some down-on-his-luck XWCW guy that we can get for under 100 bucks, and a few other guys we can pay 10 bucks a piece for. That's Saturday night, June 26th, unless the zombie apocalypse is caused by the virus. That's Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Pontchartula, Louisiana, and Stimulus Check Wrestling. You don't want to miss it. Well, you know, those are the possibilities of things that may happen. Yep. So um, there's possibilities for everything. You can't can't predict everything. No, we can't be now. Just like, yeah. oh, hey, hey, now he's been he's been pretty spot on, man. He even got charged with heresy. That's why it's so hard to predict this shit. <laughs> I love him. But yeah, people, I read in junk. Okay, I read. I'm more knowledgeable with more than just a pretty voice on on air. So. <laughs> So, so yeah, far, and it, and it, it's just, it's just like weather. It's not an exact science. Uh, <laughs> AEW Revolution March 7th will be the Young Bucks versus the winner of the next week's Battle Royal, Tag Team Battle Royal. And it'll be Team Taz versus, which will be Ricky Starks and Brian Cage against Darby Allen and Sting in a street fight. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I, okay, every I've, everybody knows how I feel about Darby. Okay, he's got the look. He's got he's he's more talented than you know. Like he's talented on a skateboard, which makes it which makes his in ring talent that much more special as well. Because that means he's not afraid to take a risk. Okay, I mean he's 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 Tony Hawk Jr. as far as I'm concerned, and that's saying something because I've been watching him since I was about twelve. So. <laughs> But I mean, I love Darby. I love the makeup. I love his attitude. I love his. I. I. I oh my God! My favorite jacket that he wore was the one with the. He had tacks coming out of it, and they were carpet tacks, not just your little pin thumbtack things, man. They were carpet tacks coming out of there. That was pretty sick. And his interactions with Sting, it's almost, it's almost like he's a. Um, I don't want to say mini Sting. I want to say Sting Junior, baby Sting. You know, like Baby Yoda. But um. You know, they, they've got a lot in common. They have a lot in common. They're both very quiet. They don't speak. They don't speak until they have to. And when they do, it's prolific and, and it's worth hearing. Okay. Right. And I mean, it's, it's, and like I said, they're, they're, they're both, well, Sting never used to be, but I wish he always was. They're both goths. Okay. <laughs> they're both all skulls and daggers and, and, and anti this and anti that. Okay. They, they're, they're amazing, you know. They're the they're the they, they both like the rafters, okay. And I mean, and that's great, you know. I mean, I, I just, you know me. I've already said this. When Sting first started doing, as I like to call it, the crow persona, I wasn't too big on it because it was around the same time the crow came out. And yes. you know, it was just I had I had to get used to it. I didn't I didn't like when he put it with red makeup. Red and black look good together, but not on your face. Thank you very much. Well, on your face, but not all over your face. He looked like he had a crimson mask, and I don't know what else to say about it. 
I love them. You know, you know how I feel about Sting. And I mean, I do not hide how I feel about Darby Alvin. And and I I, I just, Darby is up there for me. He's up there with Moxley for me. He's like, oh, Darby. Oh, Moxley. Really? I got to watch more Omega? (sighs) Glory, huh? Well, with that being said, we'll (laughs) play this. Yeah. I don't think everybody has heard this. Wednesday nights I get to stay up late. Watch Kenny Omega while I masturbate. Hey mom, I need to watch this show. Meltzer says I'm in the key demo. Meltzer says I'm in the key demo. Her Wi-Fi and I pay no rent. AEW's cool. We've got indie stars drop out from wrestling school. Like Joe Janela at the top of the card. He trained himself in his own backyard. This is shit everyone should get. Well, everyone except Jim Cornette. Wednesday nights I get to stay up late Watch Kenny Omega while I masturbate Who needs women are hanging round in bars When you can watch the Bucks and Seven Stars I'd rather watch the Bucks and Seven Stars Dynamite the word Best ever tag team division haven't you heard? We've got Jericho, Orange Cassidy, and my Garrio. Like Tony, I do fantasy booking. A title tournament, now we're cooking. And I can wait to hear what Corny has to say when Marco stunts. Goes all the way, hey Wednesday nights I get to stay up late Which Kenny Omega while I masturbate Hey mom, don't come in Go away, I'm watching wrestling Go away, I'm watching wrestling Ah, this is wrestling heaven don't listen to Corny, he hasn't been relevant since 87. He thinks that Luchasaurus can't work a lick, or that Bobby Eaton could hold the candle to either Matt or Nick. He wants to cut up our heroes with a rusty fishing knife, or get them in the hot tub to play stop the submarine with him and his wife. And no, Mom, I'm not bitter. It has nothing to do with Jim blocking me on Twitter. And now, here comes Miro. Wearing pajamas like me, he's my hero. The young bucks could shoot on Buck Sawyer. Make Brock Lesnar take a Canadian destroyer. Don't come in, Mom. Don't come in. Are you touching yourself again? Uh, no. Can't you the Wi-Fi password? Oh, no. Wednesday nights, I get to stay up late. Watch Kenny Omega while I masturbate. 
Hey, Mom, I need to watch this show. Melzer says I'm in the key demo. I am 39, I'm in the key demo. I'm a single male, I'm in the key demo. Whoa, ho, ho. Melzer says I'm in the key demo. Melzer says I'm in the key demo. Folks, welcome back, and I really hope you enjoyed your uh, Omega-bation period. Were you Omega-baiting? Omega-bation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Omega-bation is mine, but Omega-bait and obating is, um, yeah, that's, that's Billy. Billy, Billy is the second the song started. Omega-bait! <laughs> Dan? Uh, yes. But yeah. Um, we we are getting force fed Kenny Omega on Impact Wrestling and AEW. Yeah, Impact Wrestling. And uh, and the porn star wannabe Don Callis. Oh my God! Yeah, and another porn star wannabe the swinger who just walked it. Oh my God! When they had Toga Night on Wrestler House. Everybody else wore togas and whatnot, except for, except for Swinger. He basically wore what Fred Flintstone does, like a leopard print fun for freaking toga. It looks stupid. Okay, he looks stupid. But, yeah, just this week was basically celebrating the new um, knockout champions, Slava and Faya. And I'm yeah. trying to get people to come to their little get-together yeah, um, and yeah, they were even charging admission, and then nobody was buying tickets, so they went to a poker game where Swinger was with a couple of his, he didn't call them, but with a couple of his Rizats, um, all dressed as uh, Robert, Pl- Robert Plants, not Robert Plants, um, Simply Irresistible, the girls are Simply Irresistible, Robert Pl- Palmer, there, at least I got two of the letters, right? Jesus. Rosie Palmer. <laughs> like, yeah, I, Palmer. you know, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, stop. 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 You're going to get it going again. But, yeah, you know, so they tried to have a party, and the catering was, was, like, way, way, way less than stellar. I mean, they gave them cheese sandwiches with the cheese still in the plastic package. The worst gross-tasting champagne to the point of spitting it out. Uh, it was just stupid. But, I mean... One thing that I am I am liking is what Eric Young is doing with Diener and oh the other guy oh my God he looks he he looks like he could be a taller demented brother of Jake the Snake what the heck is his name and Diener oh like, I can't remember his name I know it he he's tall as all hell Duran thank you Duran John Duran I think it is felt like that I'm sorry yeah I just, no I see her and I forget it I forget his name because I'm just like we're, we're just going to call him the wrestling John Wayne. Let's see, or, I mean, it, it's like, it's, it's looking at him is basically looking up at Rowan or, God rest his soul and heart, Brody Lee. You know, he's, right. he's that damn tall. I mean, if I, if I have to look all the way back, it almost hurt my neck, you know, to look at you, you you're tall. Did I ever tell you, the, <laughs> did I ever it. tell you, did I ever tell you my mom's wrestling crush? <laughs> 
Uh-oh, who's mom, mommy's crush? Devin Nash. Hey, hey, mama. Hey, hey, mama. Oh, I had some nice dreams. <laughs> I, mean, I had nice dreams about about a, a big, sexy, giant killer. And mm, Yeah, man, let, let me tell you. I, 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 the guy I was with when when they did him lifestyles of religion famous, I made him made him tape it so I could watch it over and over and over again just to hear his voice. <laughs> Look at his eyes. He had beautiful hair then. Oh no, Mama, you don't even. Oh, you don't even know. He was okay. Okay, Betty White was was before Slice, but so yeah, it was better than it was. It was up right up there with Betty White. Okay, like mm, you know, as good as Betty White. Like almost, almost you know. Better than sliced bread, too. But, yeah, I had the biggest, biggest crush for Diesel. Okay? And even when he went to be Kevin Nash with, with Scott Hall. I always had, oh, ooh, Billy. Oh, my God. He just, I'll send you the picture. He's got he's got a picture of him giving a really sexy look with his one eyebrow going up. The Billy, you're bad. Billy's got me blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the picture, Sean. Oh, my God. You're bad. You see, he's been doing really good trying not to distract me during during our shows, you know. But this, yeah, <laughs> he's laughing at me now. <laughs> yeah, I'm full of blushing. <laughs> Well, I'm I mean, glad if you saw that cam- from I'm across the room, I'm glad we're not on camera. If you saw that from I across, saw that the, room, from across the room, oh, honey, if I saw that, if I saw that standing across the room for me, oh my God, I'd take my puffer and sprint. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this, and, and the guy, the guy I was, yeah, the guy I was going out with at the very, very height of Diesel, he, he oh, I, like, I should sit there and drool over him, okay, and he'd be like, so. If he came to the door and, 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 and made you choose, what would you do? Would you stay with me or would you go with him? I'm just like, excuse me, he's unattainable. Get over yourself. I'm just like, so what? <laughs> yeah, you probably omega bait to him too, don't you? You omega bait to him a lot, and I know you do. I'm just, just like, yeah, omega bait is now the new word for looking at you. But, yeah, and I'm just like, you know what? I just, I, I, we couldn't smoke in the apartment, and I, and it was the first time I was glad we couldn't smoke in the apartment. I just looked up and, 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 and his insecure self, because while well, I'm five foot one and a half, and he's six, six foot three and a quarter, right? I just looked up at, at his tall self, and I'm just like, you need help. And, and <laughs> walked out and had a cigarette. Just walked to the end of the driveway, the nice long driveway we had, and just, are, we, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> So yeah, you know, you're cheating on Kevin Nash with me. You know, I'm like, I am what? <laughs> what? What? But I mean, no, no, boy, you need help. <laughs> you need help. You need yeah, he he needs Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thanks um, for the for the gift. Yeah. Look at the gift he sent me, the bugger. <laughs> There seems to be some issues between a certain female talent and a company in Southern Illinois, and I don't have all the okay, details, you're gonna so get... I'm not going to full. I'm not going to fully speculate, but no what I've been told, uh, I'm not going to name, name names. What I've been told is she is. Uh, go ahead, no name names. Um, Renee Victoria has uh, said to be unhappy with Zero One USA go. after receiving a sixty-two cent PayPal. Um, in which she posted the huh? screenshot image on her Facebook account. She is also slated to be um, wrestling for 
um, zero one this Saturday night in a cage match. Why did she get sixty three cent payment? I that is that is either it was an error. They're going to probably claim that it was an error. I'm not going to speculate, but I will say that if this is I'm true, and, um. And it's not a rectified situation. This is not something that is going to make them look good. Um, I don't have the full details, like I said. Um, But well, we're going to get them. The real question becomes: um, What does she do since she's scheduled uh, Saturday for the match? And is she still going to show Mm -hmm. up? Is she not going to show Mm -hmm. up? Are they going to? Um, this this leaves a lot of questions, and I don't believe that this is a storyline. I believe this is 100% factual. Um, so I don't know. I, we'll find we'll I'm, bring you more details when here, they become available. Yeah, I'm sitting here going, really? I understand women get paid less, but really, really, really? No, come on, man. And I I would me I. Uh, until I spoke to them about their apparent error or not, I, I just say I received this and a screenshot and say, um, what happened? You know, is this an, an error, a typo? I'd just start with that. But I don't know, man. Is she doing well with the company? Do they like her? Do people like her? Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't be in a cage match if you weren't doing well. Well, then that better bloody well be an error. Because if she's if she's willing to put her body and her life in, in, into and her <laughs> livelihood into the into a cage to possibly well you're always changed forever after a cage match any wrestler will tell you that okay you're changed forever any wrestler when they go in you know whether they've been in there or not they know damn well each, each one's gonna you're coming out either I mean you're coming out injured or you're coming out totally traumatized, just like, oh, that was, that was messed up. That was some messed up shit. Like, yeah. So, so, yeah, I really, 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 truly hope that that's, it's, it's an error, a typo, a banker, whatever, what have you, because, yeah, you know, bottom of the barrel doesn't do cage matches. Um. Sorry. We I want to I want to talk briefly about I want to talk briefly about the impact that I believe that um, Chris Jericho is having on MJF's career. I I don't. I'm sorry, but um, MJF was the breakout talent for AEW, and it seems like anything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because now mm-hmm. he's with the inner circle, and even if they give the inner circle to MJF, um, you have painted his what could have been his legacy. He should have been challenging for a time. He should have been a single Yeah, champion. there's that. There's that. But, I mean, why, do, why would you put him with the inner circle to begin with? All right? I mean, two of them are tolerating, and the other, and and Gravano is just freaking out, and someone else has to calm down Gravano, and Chris is just like, we'll settle this, we'll settle it. Yeah, this sure is hell settled on one. So you can't, I did, but I mean, 
all they should be doing right now for the next big big card put MJF and 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 Sammy Carano in I don't care what you put them in. Just make sure they're in the ring. I don't care what kind of yeah, match. Sammy Guevara. Beat, Sammy beat, them, Guevara. Beat, them, beat the ever living hell out of each other until you're both bleeding match. Okay? I don't care. It's it's those are the only two that are having problems. The other the other ones are iffy on it. And I think one of them's with it just because, well, Swagger's with it, of course, right? But, I mean, just, it, it mm, I, I, I agree with you. They should have left MJF on his own. He was, he was, he's a great heel, he's a consummate heel, you know? He's still wearing Cody's, Cody's nice big diamond pinky ring, you know, that he tried to use. Well, and I mean, like, yeah. he's, he's, he, he's a damn heel, and his healiness is more heel than the inner circles. I mean, he's he's up there with Jericho. He's a little, sometimes you can be a little more dirty. I really enjoyed the little dance number the two of them did. But I mean, like, if they if Jericho and MJF want to do the best friends thing, do the best friends thing. Leave the rest of them out of it. Yes. Just no, man. It's it's ruining the inner circle, and and, and it's, it's mm, I'm not impressed. Leave MJF alone. Like, I hate MJF, okay? But that is a good thing. I'm supposed to. But now right. I'm starting to like him. And, you know, <laughs> I want to, he's, he's still an asshole, but I'm seeing him be, come on, guys, you know, I'm not trying to take over. You know, I'm not trying, not trying to, to delegate here, okay, Sammy? I'm not trying to push you aside or nothing, you know? He's being too friggin' polite. You know, like, put, put the two of them in there. Let them beat the hell out of each other and either make MJF go or Gravano be a single. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not go. I mean, yes, go ma'am. from in a circle. Not go, go. Not go, go. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I appreciate, I do. I appreciate both the time. I, now, Sammy, everybody knows I make fun of Sammy because at first, you know, you, I, okay, you're trying to be a little dickhead, but it's not really seeing you. He's doing better now. But I mean, at first it was just until he started working with Matt, it was, he was just semi, let's say semi dingleberry-ish. Okay, he was a dingleberry that hung from the anal hair of Chris Jericho. But you know, like it's just like, do something. I mean, I understand people like the feuding, you like the back and forth, but mm, get to the point already. Right. Yeah, and I mean. I mean, they kept, and, and Fozzie kept the secret of the concert. Did they bring out that they did the concert, or did somebody yes. find out oh, yeah, and, it was and touched them on it? No, it was public. It was public. Okay. Okay. He should, so. he should have kept his mouth shut. Stupid <laughs> He's an uh, She's Canadian. Come on now. I mean, Katie, you have a message. Oh, I got a message. Ooh, a message. Okay. All right. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Host to host. Private talking. Wouldn't you love to know what we talk about? <laughs> no, it's not dirty. Well, most of the time it's not dirty. <laughs> yeah, we say gross stuff. We say gross stuff just to just to hear Steve say he's going blind. So, <laughs> go blind and deaf. All right. <laughs> Tell me a story about about 
Oh, but when you and Gabe, about you and Gabe or what you did. What did you do? Okay. Tell me a story. All right, 14, 14 years ago. 14 years ago, yesterday, on January 27, 2007, at the Latin American Social Club in Sterling, mm-hmm. Illinois, my brother, myself, and a guy by the name of Gene Seaman, and I wish I was making that name up, but I'm not. Gene um, Seaman. Your parents picked the yeah. name out of a hat. <laughs> no, my sister dated a guy named Bobby Bailey. Bobby Bailey, okay? So if they, if they, they go together, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, we all came together to present Fighting for the Cure, which was a benefit for the American Cancer Society. Uh, this was done in honor of the father who had passed away from cancer. So we had a big night of matches. Um, let's see here. In a tribute match, we had Mississippi Madman, a 450-pound black, about 400-pound black man who stands in almost seven foot tall. He's as sweet as pie but you don't want to piss him off. Uh, this could be Mad Man against 4KC. Then we had a six-way Luchador rules match. Roach versus Remy Reigns versus Brett Gakia versus CJ Esparza versus Axis versus last week's guest, Tony Re- Freakin' Reekin. Um, it was Angus McDuff against Cyanide. The African Warrior. Deuce Trey and Malachi took on Atlas and Kyle Rich and Boy Toy Brian and Stu Early took on Willie the Bomb Richardson and Trauma with C Red, Cameron Cage and Chandler McClure. That's for the uh, Fighting for the Cure Cup. There was somebody else involved in that, but I don't have that off the top of my head right now. Uh, it was Chase Richards. That's who it was. Uh, Chase Richards and also Faith Post uh, took on Kristen Hayes at this event. And in the big main event, it was a four-way team survival match. It was our good old friend, rest in peace, Botch, and his tag team partner, Machine, known collectively as the Grave Diggers, against the Phoenix Twins, Dash Phoenix, and Queek Phoenix, and against Explicit. Explicit content, delicious Danny Scott and Daily Manic against, well, Eric Brave and a guy by the name of Tyler Black that you might know now as Seth Rollins, the Black and Brave, mm-hmm. in this four tag team elimination match in the main event of Fighting for the Cure for the American Cancer Society in 2007. This was also the night that I made my professional wrestling debut being out, pulled out of the crowd by Deuce Trey and uh, somebody that we will not name on the oh, show. Really? They did, a, they did a one, two, three kid with you? They did a one, two, three kid yes. with you? Yes, they pulled me out of the crowd and I, really? I got attacked and then in the ring and the battle royal started from there. I gave Deuce oh Trey God. a low blow and the battle, and battle royal started. It was Gabe's idea. And uh, um, uh, that was the night Beauty, of, eh? that was was the night I made my professional wrestling debut after about uh, four years of training and training hard and busting my ass. And a um, couple a couple months after that, I was working for Jonas Giant and his brother doing singles wrestling. I was only supposed to manage for them, but they loved yeah. me so much. And they're like, We're, you're going to wrestle for us, kid. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> this was a big night for my brother and I. Um, we raised $1,500 or more off the gate. And uh, another $2,000 was donated by Midway Gaming, 
who at the time were doing the Impact Wrestling video game. So very big event, yeah. very cool, um, very proud moment in my brother and I's career. And uh, Seth Rollins being a part of that event, big deal, very big deal. Um, back then, he was on MTV. So you got to cut it. Hold on. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. What was that, honey? Mm. So you got some of the Midway Arcade money from that, too, yes. right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Oh they put in $2,000. Wow, dude. At, and uh, we gave about $3,500 to the American Cancer Society from this event. If you go back and look at the history book. That is so cool. So. And, yeah, pay, paid your workers and... Well, yeah, everything, everything on this show worked out. This is what I tried to repeat with Mantar in 2012. That yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't but know how you do a, everything. So, um, but this is uh, this was a great event and great talent on this. Um, you know, it was a very big event and. Um, I get remembered for everything that it was. And it laid the foundation for wrestling to come back to Sterling Rock Balls because Bobby Houston ran there shortly after this event. And then I came back in 2012, and that's when I started running camp. So um, this kind of started the, the process in people's mind to have wrestling in that neck of the woods on a independent basis. So we laid the foundation for that. Um, 14 years yeah. since I... My pro wrestling debut, I'll tell you, my body doesn't miss the bumps and bruises. I miss the reaction from the crowd. Um, 14 years uh, of, since my got to realize I was doing it five years before I debuted in the ring. So uh, this April, I will be celebrating 19 years doing this. 19 years. And I just turned 30. Um, long time. Very long time. I wouldn't have it any other way. I started in 2002, April 2002. Hey, 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 hey. And, uh, you, you lived. You lived. <laughs> uh, you got, a lot of you good got to live what you always wanted to do. I mean, a lot of good I'm memories. sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not, ahead, I'm, not I'm not disrespecting you when I say this, Sean. I am not disrespecting This This boy eats, sleeps, pees, shits, walks, talks, blinks, coughs, sneezes, wrestling. Okay, and, and and Sean, I'll ask you a question. Ain't it a blessing to do what you want to do? It is. Um, it's it's been a very, um, you know, has my career been a cakewalk? Hell no. I wouldn't want it to be a cakewalk because with the challenges, it's made me a stronger person. But um, I hope we have a lot. Of, uh, my business partner and I have shows together this year, like we hope. Uh, in Illinois and even uh, returning to Wisconsin and other, some other states, uh, some states that I had not been to in a really long time, personally um, or professionally. Um, going back to areas where I was once really highly respected in um, and, and making a name in Newtown. That's what this is all about. That's what this has always been about. And taking Steve Kane along for uh, the ride for, for as much of it as what we can. Um, he moved in, in geographic location now, so it's going to be a little bit harder for me to pick him up for all these dates, but um, we'll make it happen. And there's other talent that we're going to be bringing in that he can ride with, so he'll get to be a part of it. Um, 
People have often asked why Steve Kane is a part of everything that I do, and it's because of dedication. Um, that man is more dedicated than anyone. Uh, his dedication matches mine, and that's why, you know, he was brought back to the fold even after Rebellion Rising in that uh, brash decision I made trying to plan that and stressing myself out trying to plan that and listening to the wrong people when trying to plan that. Um, but there's going to there's gonna come a day that Steve and I are yeah. going to be running again. And it's uh, there's a lot of people that say, well, Sean, I, I had one guy that left a comment on a video on uh, one of Jim Cornette's videos that said that, uh, quote, unquote, Sean doesn't, isn't in the wrestling business. He just pretends to be. I don't think that that's true because I still whether whether um, whether people believe it or not, I still have a lot of connections that run very deep, and I have proven um, things that have I have done professionally. And like uh, we'll go back to the instance a couple of years ago when you had that wife beater working down in when we had that wife beater down. West Impact Pro when I had that situation taken care of. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep, yep. I make sure that the business, whether people agree with me or not, I try to police this business the best I can, and I try to bring situations that I think that need the, the wrestling public needs to know about out there. Um, that's what this show has always been about. And it's an important thing to do to uh, share knowledge and wisdom. Opinions. Um, opinions getting shared is not always the greatest thing because you're going to have conflicting opinions from time to time. But if enough people have the same, same general opinion on somebody, then you can back up your own evidence and make your own general opinion. And that's the way we do things here. So I'm going to take a quick little last song break. And Katie and I are going to come back, and we're just going to kind of chill with everybody uh, for the last couple minutes. Um, okay. And, uh, um, can I pick? I want to pick. Dude, let me, let me. Yeah, okay. I already know what I want. Um, I'm picking this. You got nothing. I'm, I, I already got it sitting here right in front of me. Yeah, since I've been missing him for a while, and I pull, and, and if you're on my Facebook, you saw a meme that I posted of a picture of him holding up a little sign that says, Anytime you miss me, just push play. Here's a little Van Halen hot for teacher. Sit down, Waldo.
I don't feel turned. Was brought to you by Eddie Van Halen and Van Halen, of course. Yeah, Diamond Dave, David Ross. Uh, yeah, David Lee Ross, too, and the boys. Yeah, but mostly Eddie. <laughs> Got it bad, so bad. I'm hot for Rosemary. <laughs> well, we are. We heard on AEW last night from Daddy Rhodes. Do, 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 do. Daddy Rhodes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and what did I tell you this afternoon? If you ever do that again, I'm going to straight up kick you in your teeth. <laughs> I do not like the baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. I will kill you. I have friends with children and uh, just. <laughs> I'm telling you, there was a meme I posted. There was a meme I posted that 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 song opened up a portal for all the shitstorm that we're dealing with now. Okay, it brought demons upon the earth, people. It brought demons, opened up the gates of hell, and let them come out. And that's Corona. Yeah. Do I believe that? Not really, but it's fun. <laughs> no baby freaking shark. No, no. We normally do not talk about stuff uh, other than wrestling, but there is a new series that I am very excited about that is coming to CBS. Katie, should I tell everyone what this is about? Let me see if I can find the. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't, don't be a don't be a don't be that mean girl, okay? Just don't do. It. You've already done it once tonight, but I made you stop it already once, so I'll make you stop again. Don't be the mean girl. If you're gonna say it, spray it. Uh, hold on. Come I will. On. I will upload this. Let it go. It's not yours. Let it go. It's hold not on. yours. Give it back. It will take a minute. Um, we're going to talk about this in just a second. want to remind everyone that our guest from tonight, John Bullard, the Chicagoland Pro Wrestling promoter, 
will be joining us He's February coming. 11th. February 11th. And hopefully Steve Kane will be back with us on that night. Um, I'm hoping that uh, he will be back and everything's okay with him. We want to send our thoughts and well wishes to him yeah. one more time. Um, we are trying to take this show in another direction. We're going to be doing some different things um, other than just wrestling from time to time. And this is going to be one of the things that we're going to be covering um, with Katie and hopefully Steve Kane. This was one of my favorite Sir Anthony Hopkins movies that I have ever seen him in. And um, this is going to be a follow-up TV series on that favorite movie. I am going to go ahead and play this now. This is the, the audio from the trailer for this. And I'll set, we'll talk more about it here in just a couple of seconds. with a very public reputation for hunting monsters. I can't have a reputation. I've only done it once. It's time you own that reputation. It's time to come out of hiding, Starling. Country roads take me home to the place where I belong. So how long has it been? When's the last time you went back to Appalachia? Been years. Take me home. A lot of old ghosts. This isn't Buffalo territory anymore, Starling. We do evidence. Not it's a full moon, and I've got a feeling. So you'll keep quiet until I tell you. And then you will say what I tell you. DC is living in fear. I don't like this. This is deep and dark, Clary. This is getting worse. It always gets worse. I know you have your own demons to carry, but you're the only one who can help. Whose stories are worth telling? Who's it worth hearing? Never let anyone decide that for you. That will be for the spin-off TV series set in 1993, a year after the events of Silence of the Lands. The series will take a deep dive yeah, into the old school personal, personal life of Clarice Starling as she returns to the field to pursue serial murders and yeah, sexual yeah. predators while navigating yeah. the high-stakes not- political world of Washington, yeah. D.C., Okay, 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 okay. I need to explode. Let me, let me, let me. Okay, all right. Anybody who knows me well enough understands I am a huge, huge Hannibal Lecter fan. Okay? You don't even understand. I mean, going back 
okay, they did the Red Dragon, yeah, they remade it, but it wasn't called that. The, when, the first one you did, I can't remember what the heck it was called, but it was before Silence of the Lambs. It was the movie before Silence of the Lambs, which turned out to be Red Dragon, but oh my god, I, when I, I saw a preview for it on TV today, and I wasn't even on the computer, I wasn't anything, just, just all of a sudden all I hear is, hello, Clarice. And I'm just, huh? I don't, it was on the <laughs> other end of the phone, obviously. It, I don't like, the, I don't know if I like the voice that they're going to use to portray Sir Anthony Hopkins' brainchild. Uh, I do um, not well, feel. Well, obviously, they I'm still get him, but, uh, you know, I know. We will see where this goes because but, this is. Um, mm-hmm. I very, wonder if he's going to make very... a cameo. <laughs> right. Because the original yeah. Hannibal Lecter wasn't played by Anthony Hopkins, as I just said, the movie before Zion's Old Lamps. But you got to understand, when that came out, and we had all had super channel movie channels or whatever, right, and they played the movie a certain amount of times in that month, I'd watch that and Misery. Like, if, the night that it was on, they would play it like two or three times, and I'd get up and, and I'd watch all of it. I mean, those two movies, <laughs> I can quote verbatim. But I mean, like, oh my God, Buffalo Bill, goodbye horses. Yeah, and then Jay and Silent Bob obviously did a parody of that, right? But I mean, no man, it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. You know, Jodie Foster ain't gonna do the role, and you know, the redhead's not gonna do the role either. But from the second movie, well, third movie, but it it's, it should prove to be very interesting. Um, I wonder if they're going to do a mix of, well, if you hear Hannibal Lecter's voice on the phone, obviously, you know, there's going to be a lot to deal with that. But I wonder if they'll, they'll deal with her first experiences before Hannibal Lecter. That's going to be freaking awesome. I'll uh, tell you why I'm watching be, it. It, <laughs> it says that it's going to be dealing with the events a year after Silence of the Land. So a year after she, she killed Buffalo Bill. Yeah, but, but, but didn't, didn't she also... No, she caught Buffalo Bill. Um, didn't they also, the second movie was right after Buffalo Bill, too. Okay, when, when Hannibal, Hannibal got away in the first one. Like, and the second one, he comes don't. back and he, the guy, no, it was so cool. The guy he was, she was going out with sat him at one end of the, at the, of the table and totally froze him and kept him awake and everything. And then and then sliced, like, saw, saw like, shaved his head and saw around his skull and then took the top of the skull off and started cutting away at his brain and feeding it to him. Like, oh my god, we don't even know. Okay, I am not a violent person by nature. No, 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 no. I like psychological thrillers. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know well, if it's pissed me off you're getting it directly in the mouth, but that's besides the point. But no, this is this is this is I mean, I hope it's as much of a dream come true to this series lover that Mandalorian was for a Star Wars lover. That's all I gotta say. I hope that uh, who's doing it? Who's putting it together? Who's whose baby is it? Um, this is this is being put together by Alex Kurtzman and Jenny Lummet. Well I know the first I know the first one. I might know the second name. I know the first name. So we'll see. Um, we shall see what they come up with. Oh, woo. let me tell you. I think the size of, oh, yeah, we'll be. Oh, come on, man. Billy, really? 
Yeah, you have to send me a Buffalo Bill picture. Looks like winter's dried your skin out. I got some lotion in the back. <laughs> and it's when Buffalo oh Bill starts to enter the door of the Clarice. <laughs> that's okay, that's funny. But she, but she a big I'm kidding, yeah, that's just funny. I, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what size are you? No, but yeah, I can't wait. Claddies. No, but seriously, one of my favorite lines. One of my, but what? But seriously, in the movie, it's not so bad. One of my favorite parts is the first time she goes to visit Hannibal. Okay, and the guy, of course, says, "I can smell your, you know what you, he can smell," and then throws his pleasure in her face, literally. You know, it was just like, really? I'm 17, you know, I'm, 18, I'm yeah, I'm just just turning 18 years old, and this, and this is the dirtiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> you know? like, Absolutely, what the hell is that? that? All right, that was that. <laughs> Uh, bringing it back to wrestling, there have been a lot of takes on Harry. the uh, Sorry. characters, Buffalo Bill and uh, even Hannibal Lecter. What a lot of people don't realize is uh, Adrian Street's character could be taken as a ripoff of, uh, or not Adrian Street, Adrian, well, both of them, Adrian Street and Adrian Adonis, their characters could have been taken as a as a take on Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Who, who who were you saying? Some, sorry, I, I got a message during the Adrian show. Speed they, they and Adrian Speed and Adrian Exotic. Oh, yeah, they could have. They could have. Could have. I mean, with all of yeah. that. Um, Not yeah. creepy enough. It, Not creepy enough. <laughs> Not creepy enough. Gold dust. No. The, dust? No. Okay, yeah, I could see him doing the goodbye horses, tuck it between his legs, do the lipstick, and walk up to the mirror and say, I'd fuck you real hard. <laughs> Could you imagine Hogan doing it? And he'd end it with brother, brother, brother. <laughs> with my thir- he started it, people. He started it. With my 12-inch Terry Balea penis. <laughs> no, it was 10 inches. No, sir. I do not have a 10-inch penis. Hulk Hogan has a 10-inch penis. Myself, I do not. <laughs> and I think One of the greatest moments in wrestling history. And I think with yeah, that, we're yeah. just going to a hard close, hard close to tonight. No pun intended. Hard close. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, there's a yeah, hard close. Get it? Get it? Hard close. Uh-huh. All right, everybody. Enjoy enjoy your, your Omega mas- Omega Basin. And, uh, yeah, you know what time it is. You don't got to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get the hell out. I don't care. Smash Good your glasses on the floor for a change. I don't care. But turn out the lights. Bye. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.